Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Tiffany Lyons, and I'll be your host for today. This month, Andrew Murray has been leading us through the secret of intercession. And today, he leads us to think about the school of intercession. He kicks us off in Hebrews 5-7. During the days of Jesus' life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears to the one who could save him from death. And he was heard because of his reverent submission. Here we see Jesus offering up prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears. That is a passionate prayer. That is a wholehearted, emotional, all-consuming prayer. This is the type of interceding that Jesus does for us. And if we want to go to the school of intercession, I can't think of a better person to look at than Jesus and how he intercedes for you and for me. We see that he offers up his prayers and petitions with loud cries and tears. And we may be tempted to think that for us to pray like Jesus prayed, for us to intercede like Jesus did, then we need to mimic that same emotion. So we think, okay, great, we'll just do the same thing. We'll do this with loud cries and tears. And we try our best to muster up this emotionally charged prayer. I actually don't believe that the best thing for us to do is mimic emotion. See, when we see someone with this kind of emotion, we typically try to find out why there's so much emotion. There's something that's causing this emotion. So what's causing this in Jesus? Let's take a look at John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I believe that there are three things that Jesus knew, that Jesus knows to be true about who we are in our relationship to life, to death, to God, and everything in between. And these things are so pivotal that it actually moves Jesus to pray, to intercede for us with great emotion as he cries out with tears and with cries because he knows this to be true. And the first thing is this, God loves you. Jesus loves you. He loves us. He loves us so much that he paid this incredible price of sacrificing Jesus on the cross so that we could have a relationship with him. He loves us so much. And when we love someone, then there is so much emotion attached to their sense of well-being. There is so much emotion attached to their future. There is so much emotion attached. And you know what's amazing is that we serve a Jesus who is not distant or removed. He is not emotionally detached from us. He loves us so much that he cries out for us. Not only does Jesus love us, Jesus knows what our future holds if we are apart from him. See, Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death. You and I, because of what we have done, because of our sin, we have earned death. And unless he intervenes, unless we actually see what he wants to do in our lives, this is the future that we have and this 
breaks God's heart. But that's not the end of the verse. It says, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, Jesus intercedes with this much emotion because he loves you and because he knows what your future is destined to be apart from him. But the third thing that he knows is this amazing, amazing thing is that he is actually the gift that could give you eternal life. He is the thing that could change everything for you. He knows what your future is apart from him. He knows what your future could be with him. And that is what he hopes for you and for me. That is what he wants for everyone in the world. You know, as I reflect on today's reading, I have to admit that there have been seasons in my life where I have had that same level of all-consuming intercession and seasons where, if I'm honest, I've been more apathetic. And I realize the difference for me is not the ability to muster up emotion. It's actually how often am I making space in my mind, in my heart, to think about the people that I love that don't know Jesus. And then the second thing is, do I really believe that these people that I love are destined for eternity apart from God? Do I believe that they will spend eternity in hell if they don't know Jesus? If I look at that truth square in the eyes, then I can't help but have a sense of urgency about my prayer life for them. I have a niece that's almost two years old, and her name is Eleanor. And Eleanor, she thinks that she's invincible. She loves to run as fast as she can. She loves to jump off of things. She loves to do somersaults off of the worst places. I mean, she gets on a bed and decides she's going to put her head on the edge of the bed to do a somersault onto the ground. She loves to do that on couches, on coffee tables. And in these moments, I try my hardest to run as fast as I can so that I can stop her from falling down because what she doesn't know is that unless I, with urgency and with passion, say, Eleanor, don't do that. Get down. Don't jump off the bed. You're going to get hurt. And then I catch her as she still decides to try to do that somersault. She has no idea that I have just saved her from a whole lot of pain that she would have experienced had I been apathetic toward this moment. You see, I love Eleanor. I love her so much. I don't want her to experience pain. I don't want her to get hurt. And because I love her, And because I know that if she gets off the bed, if she jumps or somersaults off the bed without me intervening and catching her, she's going to get hurt. And so that's what motivates me to with a lot of emotion and passion and urgency, I go and I try to stop this from happening. The truth is, if you and I really love someone, And if we really believe that they're destined for destruction, we can't help but with urgency, with passion, do everything we can to save them from that. And while we don't have the ability to save them, we have the incredible opportunity, the incredible privilege 
to intercede on their behalf. We get to pray to the God of the universe who has the ability to save them. Let's pray. Blessed Lord Jesus, teach me to unite with you in prayer to intercede for those whom you purchased with your blood. Fill our hearts with love so that the power of the Holy Spirit may be revealed to us. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.